Every run is an experience. Mercury Mile makes shopping for running gear an experience as well. Save 10% off your stylus fee by using code AMR at checkout at mercurymile.com. Welcome to another Mother Runner Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell hanging out in sunny Denver on a spring day. With lovely haircut and color. <laughs> I just got my haircut and color. We just discussed this at length um, before the podcast began. And Sarah, I mean, ringlets is the wrong word um, because my hair is not long enough to have ringlets. Uh-huh. She took like a curling iron to it, like a, a thick one, you know, and gave me yeah. like a little curl. Like, <gasps> you know, I mean, I feel like I should go put on a taffeta gown and like go somewhere with this, you know, not be hanging out in my capris and, you know, making nuggets for dinner. My hair looks too good. You need to take a photo and put it up on Instagram. Come on. Well, maybe. I, I don't know if the ringlets are, they're not really, well, I bet you everyone, everyone will say I look cute and maybe I do. It just doesn't look, really look like me, you know, mm-hmm. so I feel a little um, awkward about it. So yeah. I don't think I'm going to do that. Sorry. It's also so funny that your person puts curls in yours, and when I get my haircut, she totally straightens it so that she can do my haircut better. So, and everyone's well, like, "Oh, I love it straight." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll never look like this again." <laughs> the thing. And this is the first time she did it. She was just like, "I just want to do something different because I know you don't." You know, she's so she's like, I, she basically wants to say like, "I know you don't style your hair at all." She's like, "I know you don't take this kind of time," and I'm like, "Right, I don't." <laughs> take this kind of time that's like uh, that's code word for yeah. you maybe look at yourself in the mirror before you go out yeah right. oh my gosh the life of a mother runner oh yes <laughs> oh so, my. um speaking of mother runners you've got your are you ready for your your big race Oh my goodness, my first race since October of 2017. Wow, um, so we're looking at a year and a half. A little we, bit more than a year and a half. More than a year and a half, yeah, exactly. So um, I am doing, I'm part of a four-woman team. Um, gosh, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed to say, I'm forget, spacing on the name of it. Um, Bammer, Bammer Jammer. I was about to say, the guy have some kind of AMR or Bammer yeah. in there. So yes. it's just, yeah. Bammer Jammer. Bammer Jammer. Bammer Jammer. Is Bammer Pammer on your team? She is not. I wish she was. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's how I remember the name of it. So one of our Bammer Bastards is, calls herself Bammer Pammer. Um, so anyway, so uh, Bammer Jammer, I we are a four-woman team. We are doing the Eau Claire Marathon Relay. And I called dibs on the final leg of it, which is the longest leg, 7.7 miles, um, longer than a 10K, but significantly shorter than half marathon, which is what Molly's been training for. So we've been on the, um, the own it plan from train like a mother, the book, not the club. Yeah. So let me just throw a little thing. Next time Molly wants to train, let's get her a coach in the train like a mother club. Okay. I mean, I love our plans from the book, Yeah, we have interactive plans online and they're (laughs) very similar and will achieve the same results as the book. So, you know, yeah, I'm just saying sure. like, let's upgrade. It's time okay. to keep her in the version 2.0 of training. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I will. Spreading that far and wide in case. You I, I have to say though, her daughters follow plans from train like a mother, the book, um, because her oldest daughter lane is running the same half marathon that Molly is the Vancouver BC half marathon she definitely thinks she's going to set a PR. Um, Lucy, the middle daughter, is running the same race. They have a friend who's running the same race, and they're all following Train Like a Mother. 
the book plans. Okay. <laughs> so they, hopefully they all bought their own copies. If not, let's tell them about the club. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. Staying in my so, own little pushy way. I might've shared a PDF file with them. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited. And um, gosh, Molly and I, we did a 10 mile, just easy peasy, you know, no special sauce, no tempo, no race pace, no nothing in it on Sunday. And suddenly at around eight miles, I was just filled with this feeling of ease and comfort and like just could have fit one of those. I could run like this for the whole rest of the day. And oh, that's so great. Oh, and it was such a like all encompassing all through, there wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, my legs feel great. Oh, my, you know, I don't know, my heart feels great. My lungs aren't heaving. It's just my entire being felt that way. And so I mentioned it to Molly. And then when she and I ran this morning, she said again, she said, oh gosh, that run on Sunday, I just felt so good. I just felt so confident. It made me, I, she was like, I finished it. And I just felt like I can do this. Um, Great. So, well, yeah. good. Well, you guys are going to um, both nail your races. Yeah. yeah. 7 and 13.1. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. And we have um, cute little sparkle athletic skirts and our new badass mother runner tank top. So, um, and hopefully it'll be warm enough to wear those things. <laughs> exactly. That's the Midwest. And, you know, um, our mutual friend, Joe, she was signed up for a race in, um, uh, it was called Zumbro. It's in, the, it's in, um, Minnesota, it was not this past weekend, but the weekend before, um, mm -hmm. and they had to cancel it because mm -hmm. of snow. Oh my goodness. Um, we could not get to the, the road up to the, um, the it's a, it was a trail race. The road up to it, like was not passable. So oh, not open for the season. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so yeah. So just, you know, just know that maybe you'll be throwing, you know, I, I don't, I think we'll be good in early yeah. May, but you never know. I'm thinking I, last night I was thinking about, it, I think I'm going to pack some arm sleeves. I would definitely be prepared for all kinds of weather. Yeah, and maybe um, maybe I'll bring some um, like Lily Trotter's compression socks or something. So at least I keep my legs warm a little bit. So there you go. Yeah, Very yeah. Good. So all right, well, let's dive into the questions. This first one comes from Elizabeth in Seattle. Hi, this is Elizabeth from Seattle. I'm looking for some advice on getting into longer run training. Um, I've only run one half marathon about two years ago now. And ever since then, I cannot get back into longer runs, um, short runs, two to four miles. I'm great. And I feel like my pace has gotten faster and faster. But every time I go out and plan to run longer than that, I end up just racing to finish three miles and wanting to just be over the run. Um, I don't know whether it's mental or whether some of it is physical if I need to train more I do spin class and Pilates and um, yoga besides running but if you guys have any advice on how to just get myself prepared to go out there and run a 10k or maybe get back into training for another half marathon I would really appreciate it thank you um, okay. Well, so first of all, short runs of two to four miles are nothing to sneeze at. So, mm -hmm. um, there isn't necessarily a certain distance or a certain race. Like you don't have to run a half marathon or a marathon to be a runner. You don't have to be able to run an eight minute mile or a seven minute mile to be a runner. So, I mean, if you are doing two to four miles, that's mm -hmm. awesome. But mm -hmm. if you do want to run longer than that, she needs to do what, Sarah? She needs to increase 
um, gradually increase the distance that she's running and um, probably adding in an additional day of workouts once she gets her distance up a little bit. You think is that the right answer? Th- that works, but she also probably needs to slow down a little bit. That was yes. First, oh, yeah. First. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> needs to. Yes, that is the, that is the answer. She, that wasn't one of the multiple choice ones on there. She needs <laughs> to slow down because I will admit that she left, um, Elizabeth left another voicemail and where she mentioned that um, she said, as soon as I hit that third mile, I just want to go faster and get the run over with. And no, that's not <laughs> walk away from that intention. <laughs> that, that. Yeah. Yeah. So more like, Hey, how, how slow can I go? Right. I mean, that's really like, you know, we say conversational pace, but really test yourself. Are you at conversational pace? If Sarah and I were running next to you, Elizabeth, could you be talking the way that we're talking right now? Mm-hmm. And if you are like, oh, no, I could not because I'm working so hard, <laughs> I'm going to be edited out. But anyway, um, you know, if you if you can't do that, then then slow down. And um, I mean, you know, it sounds like you kind of got you know some urgency to your runs, and whether that's a time thing or just um, a pace thing, you don't want to see maybe you know a ten show up when you're normally used to seeing nines for your splits, like kind of remove any barriers there that you mm-hmm. might be feeling. So like you know, if you need to take your GPS off. If you need to say, okay, um, normally my four mile run takes me 40 minutes. I'm going to give myself, I'm going to go try to run, you know, you don't increase any run by more than 10%, right? So mm-hmm. that's 48 minutes. You can round up to 50. Let's be generous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go run. I'm going to just see if I can run for 50 minutes straight. I don't care how far I go. I just want to see if I could, could sustain a run for mm-hmm. 50 minutes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so that's just kind of taking away the things that feel like are limiting limiting her a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Molly and I oftentimes have to say out loud to each other, we got to slow down. We got to, we're going too fast. We got to slow down. We got to slow down. And, you know, obviously pace is all relative, but I mean, Elizabeth, if you're a solo runner, just say out loud, slow down, just slow down <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just gonna tucker you out and, and just make you feel like you're running into the ground. Yeah. And I mean, it's great that you're getting a faster pace. I mean, she says like she's getting faster and faster, but you need the endurance base underneath that fast pace Mm -hmm. to be able to sustain, you know, eventually you'll be able to run that fast pace for longer and longer, but Mm -hmm. until you slow down and give yourself that platform underneath it of where your body just soaks up all the oxygen and -hmm. all the adaptations that come with that, you're just going to constantly be in that two to four mile kind of spinning yourself out cycle. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's any more, you know, um, spin class or Pilates or yoga. I think it's just slowing down and saying, okay, this week I'm going to try to run for 50 minutes. That's mm-hmm. going to be my longest run next week. I'm going to try to run for an hour, you know, mm-hmm. because that's going to get her closer to a 10 K and she can mm-hmm. still do those faster, shorter runs, but we just need to put in some longer, easier runs. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm thinking, um, I was expecting you to say, have her toss in some strength training because that will, well, I was going to save my strength training for something else. <laughs> too much of an evangelical, uh, evangelist or an evangelical an evangelist on everyone, but yes, that's another way. Um, but I mean, it sounds like she's, you know, got plenty, I mean, Pilates and yoga is a little, has got some strength training aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not necessarily like running specific. So that's always something that people could do. But I also just think, you know, for her, let's just get her, let's just do one thing at a time. And for now, mm-hmm. like, and if you do wear a GPS and you normally, you know, you normally run a nine minute mile just for easy math, like I, I definitely want to see a 10. Like I want to see a 10 to a 10 30 for the easy, easy running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, that's, you know, you have permission to go quote unquote that slow and just see how it feels and see if you are able to go longer. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she should be slowing her pace by a minute to 90 seconds, it sounds like, from where she's currently at. I mean, that's- Yeah, just to try it, you know, just to try it. And again, just, you know, make it more of an experiment and see how mm-hmm. it goes from there. Yep, yep. Spring is here. Time to freshen up your running gear. Mercury Mile has everything you'll need to look and feel great as the weather turns warmer. Mercury Mile is partners with the brands they work with, and it's important to Mercury Mile that their partners' value align with their own. Janji, for example, is a boutique running brand that makes bold, high-quality running apparel and donates 5% of their proceeds to fund clean water projects in countries all over the world. That's an initiative Mercury Mile can get behind and thinks their customers can too. Mercury Mile introduced me to Janji with a well-designed, comfortable tech tee in a Mercury Mile box I got last fall. Intrigued, I ended up buying the coolest pair of two-in-one Janji shorts. The short's longer liner has a pocket on either side that comfortably holds a cell phone. Brilliant. You can start running your Mercury Mile in just three easy steps. Go to mercurymile.com, complete a short profile outlining your sizes and preferences, choose a shipment date, and check out. It's that simple. At mercurymile.com, their expert stylists create a personalized shopping experience for women and men. Then they deliver what you need right to your doorstep so you can get moving. Save $10 off your stylist fee by using code AMR at checkout at mercurymile.com. That's right. Save $10 off your stylist fee by using code AMR at checkout at mercurymile.com. So here we have Amy from Lakeville, Minnesota. Hi, this is Amy calling from Lakeville, Minnesota. I'm coming off back to running from uh, back-to-back injuries late last year, neither of which was running-related, but both of which kept me from running. Right now, I'm running three days per week, three to four miles per time, and no speed work or anything. I'm just running slow and easy and getting back into running. Within the next year or two, though, I'd like to get back to running half marathons, marathons, and trail races. So I know I need to increase my distance, the number of days per week I'm running, and also incorporate speed work. So my question is, what should I prioritize now? Should I prioritize increasing the distance on the three runs per week I'm currently doing? Should I prioritize adding a fourth run per week? Or should I prioritize adding some speed work back to my runs? Thanks so much. Love everything you do for the mother runner community. Bye. I think I was thinking of Amy's question when you asked me for my answer to the previous one. I think I was, oh. I had skipped ahead. Yeah. So, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's wondering if she should prioritize a fourth run per week or prioritizing some speed work. Um, Cause she wants to maybe get back into some half marathons, marathons and trail races. Mm-hmm. So this is where I would say strength, strength mm-hmm. overall. Um, a fourth day of running, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, back-to-back injuries, they weren't, they weren't running related, but um, you can't go wrong, especially if you're going to want to build your distance. And then also trail races are um, just so, they require so much more, um, you know, uh, agility, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, just being ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. So if I were her, you know, we could add your fourth day that Sarah's um, in love with, which <laughs> As, as we all should be. I, that, that was, I didn't mean to, to mock you. Um, I think it's important to have that. You mock with love, Timothy. I mocked with love on that one. But nothing, I wouldn't worry about speed work until you get onto a um, half marathon, marathon or trail race plan. And then that'll kind of come in, um, mm-hmm. in very deliberate doses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I think getting up to a mileage per week of 20 to 25 per week, I think it's a very nice spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty doable for most people. If you do, you know, five, four mile runs or four or five mile runs. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's it. And some strength training on top of that two, two times a week, 20 minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a nice place to launch to any race distance. Yeah. Because my concern is that, okay, so they were not running related injuries, but I worry that if Amy adds speed work in too soon, that she opens herself up to the possibility of a running related injury. And we don't want to see that happen. You know, that she must just be very enthusiastic or excited to be back out there. And we want to make sure that she can stay out there and be putting in some consistent uh, work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, we don't know what they were, but you know, they kept her from running. If there mm-hmm. was something that it was a, you know, something that might've helped or might have influenced her somehow, um, yeah, influenced her balance or influenced her spine or influenced her hip mobility mm-hmm. or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, like we need to, that's going to affect your running. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I would say, you know, speed work is fun. It's fun to push the pace a little bit and really sweat through a sports bra, which you can easily do in <laughs> Minnesota in May and June with the community. Um, so, you know, you can definitely go and have some faster runs. It's not like we're saying, oh my gosh, keep it slow and easy all the time. I mean, we talked about this on the last one, but, you know, the fartlek playing with speed, you know, mm-hmm. putting in some intervals into your run. Um, so mm-hmm. either, you know, make them random, like I'm going to run to that playground and then slow down. I'm going to run quicker to that light lamp post and then slow down, run fast again, run slow. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I'm going to run hard for a minute, harder for a minute. Mm-hmm. Don't say hard, not, we're not sprinting, just harder for a minute, easy for a minute, hard for two minutes, easy for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, go up to maybe three or four minutes and then come back down, you know, stuff like that, that just kind of helps pass the time, but it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, I've got to hit my 10K pace and I've got to be on a track, you know, where that's kind of built in um, some artificial pressure that we don't need to have. Thanks to our last AMR Answers podcast, um, I suggested to Molly that we do some strides at the end of one of our runs. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, pull it out. I mean, we could probably just put these answers on. We have strength, strides, <laughs> fart <licks. laughs> Get enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah, uh. exactly. But yes, no, that's, yeah, strides are another good way. Yeah, we talked about those absolutely on the last time. How was it? Was it fun to do them? It was fun. And, and it's, you know, I live in a very um, populated, I live in the, you know, in the inner city of Portland, Oregon. And uh, it's always, think, I always like thinking, oh, look, I look like I'm running fast to all these people looking out their window. They don't know the, the four miles that came before this. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fun to pick them up and lay them down and just feel a sense of um, kind of giddy up in your stride. That's fun. Absolutely. So, yeah. So this one, we have um, another Amy. She's from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Hi, Sarah and Dimity. This is Amy from Gaithersburg, Maryland. I am both a runner and a triathlete, and I am wondering what suggestions you have for setting goals and approaching training when it comes to competing in both types of races. For instance, I would like to complete a marathon and a triathlon in the same calendar year. When following a training plan for running, currently I incorporate master swimming or cycling as cross-training. I'm curious how I can best leverage triathlon training to improve my running times, or do you recommend focusing on one discipline for, say, two to three training cycles and then switch? Thanks for any recommendations on finding the balance. Okay, this is a this is a harder one, right? Mm, mm. Um, I think you know um, for setting goals and approaching training um, for both races. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she wants to complete a marathon and a triathlon in the same calendar year, mm-hmm. I mean, 
personally, I would set it up as a triathlon in the summer and a marathon in the fall. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that way, or you could do a marathon in the spring and a triathlon in the summer. I mean, I think either way works, but you can't do them both. You know, they could overlap by a couple of weeks because, you know, the beginning of each training plan is going to um, be a couple um, easy weeks of, of ramping up, but mm-hmm. you you can't have them kind of overlay, you know, if the Venn diagram of the two things, we got to have a small slice in the middle, a little you know, quarter moon in there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I love that she incorporates master swimming and cycling as cross training when she is doing her marathon training. So it sounds like she's kind of somewhat always, I don't know, like sprint triathlon ready. So I'm wondering whether she's stepping up to a long, you know, a Olympic distance or, half Ironman, something like that. Um, but I think, you know, both of them are such, um, lofty goals. You know, they're, they're, she's not saying, Oh, I want to do a a sprint try and a 5k. You know, those, those definitely we could have, there's a way more overlap in that Venn diagram than there is particularly with a marathon because marathon does require long runs, numerous ones. Then there's that um, midweek one that's always um, kind of a sucker punch I find that when you get up to the eight to ten miles on a Wednesday morning sure uh, yeah so um, so yeah I mean you know when I've been training for a marathon and, and I don't do triathlons I haven't done them for a billion years but I, I still swim one day a week and occasionally cycle but I'll you know do an easy like for instance a long run on Saturday and then go do an easy shakeout run three miles on this trail right near the the pond that I like to swim in and then swim, but just, you know, 30, 40 minutes, just cause I enjoy it. I, it's mm-hmm. not like I'm doing a hundred yard repeats or something like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely think you could, I mean, there's definitely a place in a marathon training cycle for swimming and cycling, right. As, mm-hmm. as recovery, as cross training, as keeping mm-hmm. it um, mm-hmm. easy and keeping your blood flowing. But then, I mean, when you're on a triathlon training plan, I mean, depending upon the distance of the triathlon, I mean, that would be helpful to know. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh So just note to future callers, you know, um, (laughs) we we writer types love specifics. Um, So I'm not dissing Amy by any stretch here or or anybody else who's called before, but it just helps because there's a real difference, like you said, between a sprint and an iron, Mm -hmm. Um, even in between. But, you know, most running, most triathlon plans have you at a minimum, swimming twice a week, running twice a week, and cycling twice a week, and mm-hmm. um, and 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 often have you doing you know maybe three three of those you know twice a week or three. Anyways, that's the minimum. Yeah, um, yeah. And to do a marathon on there's just no way you can do a marathon with any level of success on running two days a week. No, that is just, no, you cannot. Um, not- so yeah, so I would you know if I were Amy and um and I was planning this year, I would say let's get in. You know, I would say you could train really comfortably um, and kind of have a really fun summer training for an Olympic distance triathlon. Like the mm-hmm. one that train like a mother club is 16 weeks. So it's a nice chunk of time and gets you to a nice race performance and then um, take a week or two off and then head into some marathon training. Um, and, you know, we can, we can answer this more if you need more help with that, but it's, I don't, you know, it's a pretty general answer because it's hard to know, but in general, I mean that the two things complement each other, but it's not, you know, swimming um, helps you recover from running and it definitely can build some fitness in the pool, but, you know, only running can be running, right? Only running has the very specific demands of the high impact, the way that your joints are loaded, the -hmm. way that your body has to, you know, keep its posture for many, many miles at end. So Mm -hmm. that's what we need to practice for the marathon training. Yep. Precisely. Precisely. 
So, and this question comes from Samantha here in Oregon. She lives in McMinnville, lovely town out in wine country. Hi, this is Samantha from McMinnville, Oregon, and I want a best running friend, but I don't know how to go about that. I run early in the mornings around, well, I try and be out the door at five. Um, and so that's a little bit tougher for some people's schedules. And I, I just don't know how to find someone who's willing to get out there early in the morning, even when it's raining um, and it's cold. And then I don't know how well we're supposed to match our paces. Um, and I, I want to like them also and, like, relate to them. Anyway, any tips on meeting people um, or how to set up, like, a – I don't know. I feel like I need speed dating for running friends. Um, Something would be like, can I run with you or you or you? Thank you so much. Bye. So my heart went out to Samantha because I love my best running friend, Molly. So I want everybody to have a best running friend, but it can be tough. You know, it, the we've talked about this before and it's, it, it involves many things. And I think first and foremost, it, it involves putting yourself out there. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, just, you know, that she's, I don't know, you got to, what, kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince, the same sort of thing. You know, you might have to go. Samantha. I don't feel like there's a lot of frogs for her to kiss. I think that's the problem, right? She's thinking she has to be out at five in the morning and, you know, and she needs to find someone who's close to her pace. I mean, how far are McMinnville and Portland? Is there, is that? Oh, a- no, they're, they're. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, um, let me do the math. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. I wouldn't be back in time for school drop. <laughs> right, um, right. So, so yeah, finding yeah. a friend, yeah, you have to definitely, um, the first suggestion we always give Sarah is to head to um, some kind of running event, right, in McMinnville. I'm sure that it sounds like it's, you know, lovely running com- country. So whether that is a race, whether that is a um, training group, a, a training group or running group at a running store. Um, and I mean, honestly, and I say a race and people are going to be like, uh, but you know what, like, you ha- if you finish a 10K, and you're and you sort by age group, there are going to be, you know, women on either side of your finish that are similarly paced to you. And if they both say, I'm just saying McMinnville, Oregon, or Portland, Oregon, or whatever, like mm-hmm. there are ways of finding people now. Mm-hmm. Again, and this is putting yourself out there a little bit. This is a little bit of Facebook messaging or mm-hmm. seeing if you're connected through a friend on Facebook or see if, you right. know, whatever. But it's, it's never, you know, they, all they can do is say no. Right. Mm-hmm. And say like, oh, I'm, I'm not interested. Right. But if you say, you know what, I, I noticed that we have this exact or similar times in this race and I'm looking for somebody to pass the time in the morning with me. I typically go really early. So I don't know if that's a deal breaker, but any mm-hmm. chance you want to try for a Saturday, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or also, I mean, just put, put out the word on your social networks both online and in person. So if, you know, Samantha works, let's say, you know, she's a nurse at a hospital or, you know, works, you know, in some sort of office setting. I mean, just tell all your coworkers that you're looking for somebody. Maybe it's not them, but, you know, uh, maybe it's, you know, your colleague's sister-in-law or, you know, that colleague's next door neighbor or something like that. And then also put it up on your Facebook page. Um, Sure. And then, I mean, just think of like random, I mean, I'm just thinking like Tish, her fast teacher friend, uh, I think, was her daughter's teacher, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're talking running at a conference, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, one of the questions, well, she has a question about being compatible personality-wise and pace-wise. And personality-wise, I would say don't worry about that so much. I really do feel like running is this tonic that connects people that you wouldn't normally be connected with in 
a Starbucks line or a, you know, at a school event or something like that. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you figure out that you're both runners and you're like, oh, we have something in common, right? And I mean, I, I will never forget running this with this woman, Amy, um, in Colorado Springs. It was in her training for the Nike Women Marathon. So it was a while ago. And the first run we went together, I mean, I'd never, I don't, I can't remember why we knew each other, but we'd never spent any time together, right? Like we, we ran the same circles, but we didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. And within, you know, 15 minutes, we're talking husbands and kids and stress and families. And I mean, yeah. there is something that the barriers that come down on a run with, a, with an acquaintance is, mm -hmm. are so special and so magical. And it's not like every run has to be this like soul bearing session, but just know that, you know, if you're, know that you're more apt to be compatible than not. And if you're mm -hmm. not, then you tried. Mm -hmm. It was just yeah. a couple of miles you got in your run and now you know, you know? And yeah, I was thinking about that from Colorado Springs. I mean, you met that wonderful friend of yours at the library story. Oh, Catherine Spicer. Yeah. Yeah. Who ran yeah. Nike women's. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, so, um, and also that, that they don't necessarily have to be the same pace as you, you know, that it would be great in a perfect world. You'd find somebody who'd be able to run, you know, do most of your runs with you, but you can also find somebody if, if she's faster than you are, then that's the day you run speed with her. Or if the person, you know, um, isn't quite as speedy as you are, that's your recovery day. And so that makes, you know, ensures that you're going to make make those miles as comfortable as they should be. So, um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, so that's, so I almost want Samantha to report back and let us know how it's going. So, you mm -hmm. know, again, like you can go to the race, you put it up on Facebook, or you can go to a running, you know, if, if there's this running store in McMinnville that has Tuesday night runs, go see if there's somebody there. You know, I know you don't like to run at night normally, but mm -hmm. go, you can cherry pick somebody. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. She's, she's my girl. Okay. I'm going to like, you know, like, you know, kind of position myself so I can get next to her on the run, see how compatible we are and then say, Hey, I've got, you know, seven miles on my schedule on Saturday morning and chance you want to join me. For yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. 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 Yeah. And again, maybe that person, maybe they already have a best running friend, but she, you know, maybe her cousin just moved to town and she's looking for somebody to run with. So you just never know what connections there can be made. So, so it's, you know, just put yourself out there both in at events and also just kind of um, in casual conversation. And might I say maybe wear like an another mother runner shirt or something when you go sure. places. Cause then, you know, maybe it'll strike up a conversation with somebody at the supermarket or whatever. Um, so, but Dim, you saying that you wanted to hear from Samantha, whether she finds somebody within the um, voicemails, voice messages that we got, there was this really nice follow-up voicemail from Marcella, whose question about race pacers we answered a few months ago. So um, it's a little bit long, but take a listen. I like the story. Hi, my name is Marcella, and I'm a mother runner to boy-boy-girl triplets. I'm actually calling with an update. About two months ago, I called in with a pacing question for my half marathon. I wanted to know when to break away from a pacer to go from a 2.05 finish to a two-hour finish. And I just wanted to update the community with the fact that I blew my time goals out of the water and had a finish time of 157.40. Your advice about running your own race and not relying on a pacer was spot on because the pacers I tried to sit close to either weren't very visible or they weren't consistent with their efforts. And this is actually um, a complaint I heard with several other friends who were running the race. Um, I ended up finding a friend I'd run with several times during training and sticking with her for as long as I could before, before trying to hold steady the rest of the race. 
Um, I was toast by the end. I could barely walk the next day, but it was well worth it. So I wanted to thank uh, Sarah and Dimity for taking the time to answer my question so thoroughly and pass on encouragement to the other mother runners out there. Dare to dream big and follow the AMR Own It plan because it definitely sets you up to own your race. Thanks and have a great day. Well, and so she's on the, the Own It plan as well. Maybe, maybe it's just all retro. Maybe it's all just train like a mother book day. That's what we're just calling this podcast, train like a mother book day. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not chastising those plans. It's just, it's just funny that, that they, I like that they have a long shelf life. I pour my, my blood, sweat and tears into the train like a mother club. And these people are still using a book. <laughs> Can they do the- through 2019. No, that's so cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Marcella. Oh. That, I mean, you know, you wanted to go to, um, uh, she wanted to go under two hours, right? And you know, she wanted to do two and she went 157.40. I just think that's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So go, uh, go follow our advice some more. Do some <laughs> strength training, do some fart licks. Don't, uh, what was the other one? Oh, strides, do some strides, call it a workout and, um, and let us know how it's going. Yeah. And then, then once you catch your breath, if you have more questions for us, you can call us at 470-BADASS-1. That's 470-223-2771. Please you leave your first name, where you're calling from and keep your message to 90 seconds or less. But you, if, if you know what, so let me just put a little asterisk yeah. here because there's always, there's an exception to every rule. If it takes, you know, 95 seconds, 105 seconds to say that you're, you know, to give us a couple more specifics of like where your injuries were or what kind of distance you're doing, that would be helpful. So oh my gosh, now we're going to get like all the next messages are all going to be like two minutes long, two minutes Three long. Three minutes long. So <laughs> yeah. here's my beginning to Moby Dick. I <laughs> So um, uh, once you're done leaving us a voicemail, please tell your friends about this show as well as the regular Another Mother Runner podcast. We love doing these shows as we hope is evident in how much we laugh while we do them. And uh, the more listeners we have, the easier it is to keep the lights on, so to speak. And uh, keep the questions coming. How come, Dimity? Because we always have answers or <laughs> fartleks in, in the worst case scenario. 